On today's show, VW tries to make things right with its customers, the Euro NCAP adds autonomous pedestrian detection to its tests, and our impressions of Mazda's new compact crossover. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for November 10th of 2015. We're working to make things right. Those are the words that Volkswagen has chosen for its new tagline for a Goodwill package it's offering owners of 2-liter TDI models with the cheating emissions software. The deal comes out to $1,000, but consists of a $500 prepaid credit card that can be used almost anywhere, and a $500 dealership card that has to be registered and used at a VW dealer. Affected customers will also get roadside assistance free of charge for three years. The package must be registered by the end of April of next year and will be good for one year after the cards are received. This is at least a step in the right direction, but something tells me Volkswagen is going to have to do a whole lot more to make things right. And in other VW news, the head of design at the group, Walter De Silva, is retiring from that position, but will remain at the company as an advisor. His most recent work includes the VW Up, Golf, the Audi R8, and A5. Subaru ended production of its Tribeca SUV last year, but the company just announced it's replacing that model with a yet-to-be-named three-row crossover. The vehicle will be built at its plant in Indiana beginning in 2018. No photos are available yet, but it will be larger than the Tribeca and have a name similar to the rest of the vehicles in Subaru's lineup. Still to come, you'll be surprised to learn which automakers are losing market share in the U.S. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Pure Michigan, leading the automotive world in intelligent connected vehicles. We run on brain power. When sales are running as red hot as they are in the U.S. market, it looks like every automaker is doing a great job. That's why it's so important to look at market share. That removes all the clutter and show you who's gaining and who's losing. And so far this year, Jaguar Land Rover leads the pack, posting a 25% gain in market share. Next up is Mitsubishi with a strong 20% increase. Subaru is up more than 6%, Nissan is up 1%, while FCA and General Motors posted fractional gains. The automakers who have lost the most market share this year are Volkswagen, which is down 9%. No surprise there. But what is surprising are the names on the rest of the list. Mazda is down 5%, Honda down 3%, Hyundai down 2%, and Toyota down more than 1%. Now, if your favorite car company is not on the list, that's because its market share is exactly the same that it was a year ago. We get a lot of new test cars coming through the Autoline garage. And here's our quick take on the new Mazda CX-3. It's a good-looking subcompact crossover that doesn't have the kind of hunchback of Notre Dame look that other B-Class CUVs have. Like all recent Mazdas, it handles like it's glued to the ground and rides comfortably well. For us, it averaged 29 miles to the gallon. Best of all, the infotainment interface is simple and easy to figure out. But not everything is wonderful. 
it takes a three-step operation just to change a radio station. And the lane departure warning is way too touchy. Fortunately, you can turn that off. This could be a class-winning CUV, except for two things. The two-liter engine is objectionably loud when accelerating, though comfortable for cruising around. And the CX-3 is pricey. The one we drove had a price tag of nearly 30 grand. You'd think that with the strong dollar and weak yen, that Mazda could price it better than that. Coming up next, a look at a restored street-legal race car. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Nearly half of all road deaths in Europe involve pedestrians, bicyclists, or motorcyclists. That's why the Euro NCAP, the organization that crash tests new vehicles in Europe, is adding autonomous pedestrian detection to its tests. If the system detects a pedestrian in the car's path, it will automatically brake if the driver doesn't. It's estimated that one out of every five pedestrian deaths could be avoided if cars were equipped with that system. To earn a good score, vehicles should be able to prevent collisions with pedestrians at speeds of up to 40 kilometers per hour or 25 miles per hour. At speeds between 40 and 60 kilometers per hour, the system must reduce the collision to speeds less than 40 kilometers per hour, making it more likely the pedestrian survives the impact. And in the next few years, Euro NCAP will add cyclists to its tests as well. Having to build street-legal versions of race cars to qualify for a racing series is certainly nothing new. The Plymouth Roadrunner Superbird is the first that comes to my mind. But perhaps the most wild-looking street-legal race car was the 1997 Pano's Esperante GTR1 Le Mans Homologation Special. A mouthful for sure, but now, nearly 20 years later, Pano's just finished restoring the only remaining example, so it's certainly an important car to the motorsport group. The actual race car was designed for the then newly founded Pano's race team and was the first front-engine prototype race car in more than 30 years. The restored street legal car goes on display today at the Dubai Motor Show. Oh, and for those interested, Pano's will build you your very own model. Prices start just shy of $900,000. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and we hope you're enjoying the new look of the show.